but I open the car door and uh, I just I just I just like hop out and roll <laughs> while they're driving. Like no no. no. Shoot the shit. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Shoot the Shit Podcast. I am here with my friend, Osvaldo, the usual. How you doing, Oz? Yo, what's up, everybody? And we have a special co-host today. In the place of Jake Kroll, we have quantum physicist expert, John. John, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, Josh. Thank you for having me. You're the first guest we've had here in this new studio. What do you think? Oh, it was absolutely awesome. That chocolate fountain over there was to die for. <laughs> yeah, that shit was, it's, it's insane. I can't wait for you guys to see it. We had an ice sculpture coming in of Oz uh, playing the, what's it called? The orchard? The orchard? You know, that like big, that big chord thing? Something like that. No. So that's like going to be. a banjo? <laughs> no, not a banjo. No, I just, no like a big banjo? Like, just, like dance? No, it's like a harp, like the that big ass, like cello, cello, oh, cello. cello. There, like that's a- what I meant to say. That's what I meant to say. I meant to say cello. Yeah, but we've had a little bit of a hiatus here. Uh, things things have been getting tough for the boys. Oz had a really rough night yesterday. I don't know if you want to kind of get a rundown to the viewers about that one. I don't know what. I wouldn't say a rough night. I would say it was um, a bad night. <laughs> so we ended up going out to the bar last night, and somehow I got and well, back a little backstory. I had left. We had left to the bar, and when I got to the bar, I realized I had no phone, and I left my phone charging at home. Next thing I know, it's 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 after the bars, and I'm alone walking, and I'm trying to figure out where I'm at, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, if I just keep walking straight, I'm already headed in this direction, so I, I'm already like, I have to be somewhere where I know. And then oh, so an hour and, an hour and a half walks by, uh, passes by, and I'm still walking by myself, <laughs> stranded. I look up and all I see is a grossing's arena, and I'm like, "Where the hell am I?" That arena is like an like an hour walk away from our place in the wrong direction. Yeah, and you know, and I'm walking by myself, no gas station, no phone, no one to talk to, and it's like four in the morning. Then I realize it's four in the morning, and there's cars passing by, and I'm trying to wave everybody down to like somebody could like help me. And I didn't, I didn't come into like, I didn't come. I realized that there's like hardly any gas stations over there. Like, I didn't pass not a single gas station, so I could ask for help. And finally, this old lady stops at a red light, and I, I like, I like walk up to her, and I'm like putting my hands in the air to make sure like I'm not gonna rob her or anything, cause you know, an old lady at 4:30 in the morning, like, what is this guy up to? <laughs> and she looks at me, she's like, "Is everything okay?" I'm like, "Actually, it's not. I'm lost. I have no idea where I am. I have no phone." And she goes. Well, I'm actually I'm out, and I told her I was a I was a student at Illinois State, and she's like, oh, "Okay, I'm actually headed that way to pick someone up." I was like, "Oh, thank fucking god!" <laughs> and I, I I hop in the car, and I realize it's four thirty in the morning. I was walking by myself for two hours, just <laughs> w- not walking around. I was just walking in one direction, and I was kind of scared because like every other block, I would just like run so I could get home faster, and I was nowhere near home. Were you running in the wrong direction when you were doing that? Like when you would run every other block, was that when you were going the wrong way? Yeah, that's yeah. No, I was never going the right way. I was never. I was if I would if that lady would have never picked me up, I would have never made it home. Oh my god, dude! Because I have no idea where I was, and finally she's like, "Oh yeah, I'll take you home." Like thank God, and like she finally, if I started to realize where I was at, I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I'm gonna fucking die tonight." I'm trying to think, John. Have you ever had like what? What can you think about the worst drinking experience you've had? 
drinking experience? Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, sophomore year homecoming here at ISU. Oh, I remember that, bro. Do you remember that? At Hole in the Fence when John was in the garage? <laughs> yeah. John was deceased, bro. Oh, yeah. my God. And fucking, uh, I, it's just, I went way too hard, way too early, yeah. and I blacked out at noon. Like, I, it, I it remember was no that. later. For, so for all our viewers early. at home, for homecoming, we were having a darty. And, you know, we started drinking at, like, 10 o'clock. Screwdrivers, vodka, orange juice, very strong vodka. Very good. Very good, yeah. And, it's like, middle, like, primetime darty is, like, 2 o'clock, and we're all trying to figure out where John Kelly is. <laughs> <laughs> John's inside the garage on the sofa just sitting down, blacked out. <laughs> and everybody's, everybody's, like, putting shit on top of him, and they're like, he's fine. Like, we'll just check up on him every 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny, too, because right before that, I saw John at the dark, and he kind of walked out to me, and he was, like, giving me this look. And I could just tell by looking at him, like, it's kind of like there was, like, no soul in his fucking eyes. I was like, this dude is not there. And he kind of just, like, grabs me, and we, he starts walking over the fence, and then just starts throwing up. And everyone's like, oh, well, I'm like, oh, guys, like, it's cool. He's totally fine. And then I didn't see him anymore, and that's when everyone's like, where the fuck's John? And I, like, thought back to the last time I saw him. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I was like, I have no oh, idea where this kid is. Like, he was not in a good headspace. Yeah. But, yeah, that was pretty tough. I'm trying to think. I don't, like... My worst drinking experience, like, it's kind of like, it wasn't about getting too drunk. It was probably freshman year of college. I got four drinking tickets, which, like, summed up to be almost, like, $1,000, which fucking sucked. And I remember the last one, my fifth ticket, I was just, I was a drunken passenger, like, in a car. And I never felt so defeated. Because, like, I was, like, trying to flex my rights. And, like, he, uh, he's like, I smell alcohol coming from you. I'm like, I'm not driving. You can't breathalyze me. He's like, well, if you don't do it now, you're going to go to the station. And in hindsight, I should have just gone to the station because he can't. He doesn't have the right to breathalyze me. What were you gonna say? Is that when you were uh, me and cozy? cozy and you yeah. lost your Soren? I lost my Soren in <laughs> yeah. the fucking. I didn't lose it in the cop car. I lost. Yeah, his, yeah. Lost uh, yeah. I also lost my fucking jewel in the cop car, so that sucked. But yeah, no, this dude uh, like forced me to get breathalyzed, and then I remember just like it was like the last week of classes. Like I literally just added on another five hundred dollar ticket in the last week, and I just <laughs> yeah. called my mom so defeated. That. I'm like, mom, fuck this place. I am not going back. But then I went back. <laughs> yeah, here you are. <laughs> and here I am. Here today. But I haven't got a drinking ticket since. And being 21 now helps. <laughs> I think I think the worst drunken experience, I mean, other than the last night, like I was almost, I almost cried myself to sleep. But like two years ago, I had got drunk for my sister's my sister's birthday, and I got a little too toxic. Where, like I'm like like fighting with my family, and I don't know what happened. Like we're driving on the way home, and. We're driving on the way home, and like my my brother in law is going like thirty, like thirty, like down the street, and I was pissed off at them, and I don't know, I don't know exactly, like I don't remember at all, but I opened the car door, and uh, I just I just I just like hop out and roll <laughs> while they're driving, like no no literally while they're driving, I opened the door, I tucked and rolled, got up and started running, and my family the like, next what day. The fuck? The next, the next day, my fam, my family was like, there were, everybody was so mad at me. Like my, like they didn't even want to talk to me, and they told me like I could have killed myself. And they said it was out of fucking movie. Like I literally opened the door, tucked and rolled, and got up and ran. Like if there was cars passing, if there was like cars passing by on the other side, like they would have hit me and I would have like died. Oh shit! And like it was like a fucking banana. Like the next day, I woke up. There's scars. Yeah, there were scars. Like I had like scratches all over my hand. My back was like all bruised. Like bruised up like my head i had oh my god it was such a bad night that's fucked. and th- that's honestly the, the worst night i've ever had i've ever had like junk 
Yeah. Like, it was just so toxic. That, 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 like, and you don't, you don't remember it at all, right? No. That's the absolute worst is when you do some stupid <laughs> shit and then like you wake up the next morning and it's like, bro, you jumped out of a car yesterday. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You're like, what the fuck and it's funny because like, I don't know how it all escalated, but my mom was sitting right next to me. Like, I was like fighting with my family and my mom was sitting right next to me and like, my mom just looks at, looks at me <laughs> oh and then God. I just like open the door and leave. At least you weren't on like a plane or something. I'll see you guys down there. All right, so like I said earlier, we do have a quantum physics expert here. My good friend John, I follow him on Twitter, and whenever I read his tweets, my fucking brain turns to jelly because I honestly just stare at my phone and try to figure out what uh, he's saying. So if anyone in the audience smokes weed, I would definitely recommend to go hit, uh, hit some weed right now before we get into this because... Your, your, your brain's about to get blown. We're, so yeah, We're all about to get blown. We're all about to get blown. Like, like, we, we were talking to John yesterday for 20 minutes, and we decided to do the podcast because we're like, bro, like, yeah. I, like, I have we're no like, idea yes. what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so then what, what – so just describe quantum physics at a basic level for someone who's never heard of quantum physics before. Uh, so, I mean, it's not necessarily like conventional or what every person or every which way – people look at it but for me how I see quantum physics is it's a little bit separate from physics and it's in our everyday reality it's the it's it's the mechanics of almost life it's like everything on every scale is actually almost like alive instead of you know everything being separate and so disconnected into the world and so it's it allows us to actually explain the world and understand the world and have it make sense without you know necessarily it making sense it's it, it's the form of creating paradoxes mm -hmm. so because i remember one day I, I jokingly tweeted at you and i was like i wish i wish i could appear in your arms and you're like through quantum physics like it's possible because nothing's impossible yeah so you're saying that like basically one one core belief of quantum physics is that like nothing is impossible everything is probable therefore like absolutely in yeah. fact nothing would technically be a number of zero and zero is both everything and nothing but with a twist so it's almost like infinity. So why do we think at zero is nothing? Well, because mathematically it's so important because in statistics, that's the basis, the neutrality point. Mm. So if you get to zero in our world, it's like, oh shit, like, you know, I don't want zero dollars in my bank account, but like zero in like a, in an energetic sense or something like that, it's, it's everything and nothing. It's full. It's like, it's like, or it, like a neutral, it's complete. you say? Complete? Okay, yeah. Complete so it can't be, it, it, in mathematical sense, it'd be neutral. But like uh -huh. in a well, quantum physics perspective, it'd be both like an outward and an inward movement. It's like a complete interconnection okay. with everything. And that's why everything's alive. And I was going to say, that's something that you were bringing up a lot yesterday, how it's almost like a cycle. Like everything kind of flows into mm -hmm. each other. It's not like a one-way street. Like, yeah, exactly. It, actually, all of it runs on what we would call, they're called biorhythms or like biorhythmic cycles. Everything follows, like the reason why gravity was so important is because it shows different orbitals and orbitals are basically like coming attractions. They're things that come in and we see in through this world and then they also exit. So like, you know, like we have multiple jobs that we go to and they come in and out of our life. We have multiple friends, like everybody is on a basis of gravity. They come in and out of our lives. Mm -hmm. and, it's just, you see that through actual nature as well. All right, so I think what would be fun to do is we should bring up certain like beliefs or viewpoints and see how quantum physics like compares with that. So we'll start out, this is one we kind of talked about yesterday, but the idea of jinx and karma. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about that a little bit? 
Because I, for one, I agree. I know we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but I think it's very like toxic that like people are raising like, no, don't say that. You're gonna jinx it. You're gonna jinx it. Like now, I believe that like if you want something to happen, like if I want to work for NASA, like manifest that. Tell people I want to work for NASA. Like my dreams to work for NASA. Don't fucking be scared to say it because you're gonna jinx it. I think that's kind of silly. So what do you like? What do you think about that? I I actually would a hundred percent agree with that. I think jinxing is basically like it's basically like words are like spells. So like if you say that you're not gonna work for NASA, that means you're not gonna work for NASA. And like you said, if you want to and you you know you want to get that out there, then same thing. Like that's something you should talk about. That's something you should bring about because that's actually what we would call in nature subconscious seeding. Each one of us work with each other, and so the more we talk about the things we want, the more those things come into orbit, come into our actual livelihoods and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And the reason why jinx is also so different from karma is because karma is its own entity, but it's also not. It's like existent within the yin and yang. And yin and yang is the good, the bad, the good and the bad, and the bad and the good. So the reason why karma is basically so important is because what it does is it, it not only attaches everything we do, but it also attaches our intentions. And so nothing in this world would make sense without emotion. And the reason why I bring that up is because our intentions are on the basis of our emotion and that makes like all of our neuro neurological connections and make everything actually make sense. It's, it, it's how we actually relate to the world. We're extrasensory beings and like we feel things and we don't just experience things. So would you say that if you, if you do a good deed but you don't have the intent to do the good deed, is, is it still qualified as a good deed? Um, on the outside, in the like, you know, outward world, like um, it would be seen as a good deed. But remember, karma always knows your intentions. So yeah. even if you do a good deed, if you're doing it for the wrong purpose or you're doing it for some type of attention or show or something like that, that's not always a good intention. So you're now creating a, I don't want to say a bad set of karma, like some crazy shit's going to happen to you. But yeah, like your intention should always be what we would call within alignment. Okay. <laughs> what, uh, what, what, what would you say about people like, who like say something to like don't jinx it and then tap on wood like <laughs> knock on wood knock on wood that would be more towards like superstition kind of like like don't walk under that ladder or shit like that like the knocking on wood is like the, mm -hmm. that's how you like fight the, that's how you counter the jinx like oh yeah I've that's never the thing, but like do you actually counter it but like no, do you yeah, actually exactly. jinx it? It, it, it like well so actually because since quantum physics is basically everybody's subjective variable reality brought into an objective world um, both of you guys would actually be correct. If you believe in jinxing, you believe knocking on wood, you'd actually be creating an energetic standpoint of like, these are my intentions, this is what I'm creating, and like, that's how it would work. But if you don't believe in jinx, then you're gonna work from those sets of variables. So, per nope, so personal like belief then, personal belief plays Pers a big role in your Personal life. belief actually occurs at the cellular level first, so that's why even we see things like alcoholism or different things like that could actually be passed down, but it's not necessarily genetic, it's, uh, it's basically our human behavior. It's things that like we continually do because that's all we've ever known. No, yeah, you, you know what's funny? I wouldn't say I jinxes, but yesterday when we were walking to our darty, Josh split the oh pole. Oh my god! And oh I told god. and I we told Josh. Over. Okay, start over. Start over. So we, we were we were on our way to this darty, and I'm not I'm not a very superstition person, <clears throat> but we were walking like we were doc walking down the street, and we came to this we like came across this pole, and Josh just splits the pole and like from the group. What does splitting like, the pole mean? So like, like like so like if you like you want to be on the same side of the pole as your group of friends, nobody mm -hmm. should like take nobody should like. 
like the pole, the pole would like like cut off like energy or whatever. And I told I told Josh and Jake I was you like did. I told like you just fucking split the pole something bad is gonna happen to one of us tonight. And you then he did, did and then bro. I fucking got lost and fucking five Dude, the, the morning. Dude, the fact that you the said that is, fucks me up because he did say that. I did tell. Yeah. I just and he told me he told is, me to go back and fix it and walk around the yeah, pool. Yeah, and but you I did. fucking did and it. And the funny thing is, is that you not you, you spoke it into existence you like as if a manifestation. Bro. You did, and you created an intention behind it because you're like, oh shit, like you know, you split the pole, like. This is this is my intent. I'm telling you, like, oh shit, like something bad's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm at a complete mindfuck. No, I can't believe it. Too. Bro, I, I told I told you, you yeah. just put the pole. Something bad is gonna Ozzy happen to like, one of us tonight. He was like, go back there and walk around it, cause like he was serious. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Now, yeah. That's next crazy. time, don't yeah, don't split a pole next time. <laughs> <laughs> or just don't don't bring it up. Don't fucking manifest it. So with quantum physics, would you say everything's based on science? Uh, yeah. It's actually what's funny is see. I see religion and spirituality like two as two separate en- entities, but also together. Um, and science is incorporated in all of that because everything is made of energy. And so when we talk even about like touchy subjects like the concept of God or something like that, most people like to think God is a creator, like he created everything and stuff like that. But that that creates a limit, and that's how we got religion because religion is such discipline, and it, it's actually something that's useful and helpful. But the difference is, is God is actually the source of all creation. So instead, he's all the energy. He's a, he, he, he can be in every single one of us just as much as he can be outside of every one of us. He's, he's, a living, he's living nature, but he's not something that you necessarily see all the time because your intentions aren't always to see him. Sometimes life can suck, and yeah, you I, don't necessarily see it. I don't think nobody's ever seen God. <laughs> yeah, I don't no. know. Well, I mean, I guess it would... What's God? I, I exactly, that's true. If God, if God's energy, um, like you know, you get happy over a different thing than I. Mm-hmm. So our concept of God can be different, but we felt the same thing, and the intentions of all that were the same thing. So how can we say that He's any different? He's the same thing for both of us. He just comes in different subjective variables. Mm. What's What's the quantum physics belief for what happens when you die? So death is a really interesting subject because I almost like to also think as death is almost like a theory. So every time we eat, every time we even talk and just discuss things, uh, psychoactive things are occurring within us in every moment. And so because of that, just as much as we are creating life, we are always creating death. Everything is always among us. And so I was mentioning to Josh this earlier. When you are first born, you are actually, or maybe I was saying it to Jake. No, you're telling me this. Yeah, when you were first born, um, you're actually the oldest you will ever be. And then when you get to an old age, you're actually the youngest you will ever be. And how that works is our external environment and the way we learn like things like mathematics, it works in linear progression, almost like an upward. And so what, it, and so what that means is it, it's times moving forward. But our biological systems work the exact opposite way they actually work in backwards. And so when we talk about like even the concept of what we were saying, parallel universes, it's almost as if our internal environments are our own parallel universe that we have to move and discover and figure out. Yeah, see, that's kind of, so so to dumb that down a little bit, like it's kind of a mind fuck. So, <laughs> like, so what you're saying is kind of like, so when we're born, all, all of our organs are working, we're pumping, and then as you kind of 
age, they start getting shittier and shittier, but usually through linear progression, it goes from getting shittier to shittier and like kind of gets better. So is that kind of what you're saying in that sort of realm? Um, a little bit. Really what I'm saying is, so if you even look at all the food and all the things we do, like everything is almost so destructive to our own biological systems to where we can also create life and we can create higher life expectancy just by changing our overall behavior. So another example of how you can look at it is, is that, you know, our cells continually die off. But mm -hmm. when we're born, you know, those are actually our oldest cells because even though they die off, energy is never destroyed. It's just something that always exists. And so when you die, your cells are at the youngest they will ever be. They're just rejuvenated cells. And so how that looks is like, you know, your inside, your internal environment is actually the youngest it has ever been because mm. you have the youngest cells within oh, you. And that's how you okay. get, that's how you get beliefs occur at the cellular level. Our cells actually dictate so much more in our lives than we actually I didn't think. even think about it. So yeah, like that is true. Like we're, our bodies are creating new cells and shit after destroying mm -hmm. new ones. So these are all like young new cells that exactly. they, they weren't around when we were born. Yeah. Like, and they say like when like your bones and stuff like that, like every 20 years, like they occasionally shift and change and get stronger or something like that. And that's actually because you know, we're actually getting younger, but at the same time as we're getting younger, we're not indestructible. Yeah. And we were talking yesterday how when we're younger, like, you know, like it seems like, you know, you're, you're not going to break a leg as easy. Yeah, no, we were, we were watching like, uh, cause me and John were talking about how I've like been picking up skating, but I would never start doing tricks and shit because my theory is that like any good skater has had one bad fucking injury, like one broken wrist, one broken leg. And I, I can't do that at this point in my life. But then we were watching little babies skate around, and they were eating shit. But since they're so like, their ligaments are so flexible and shit, like these babies are just bouncing off the cement and getting back yeah. up, like laughing. But if I did that, I'd be fucking have a broken elbow, like. Yeah, and it's it's because like uh, as crazy as it sounds, it's because our internal environment is actually the oldest it will ever be, but mm -hmm. our external environment is the youngest. So we're actually like. We're the least wise, but we're the most wise. Mm -hmm. And that's why kids are so, you know, important to begin with. If, if a genie came down, this is a question for both of you. If a genie came down to you right now and said, you're either going to die this second or you're going to be immortal, what do you pick? Immortality. You pick immortality? Mm -hmm. Do you know what that is? Like, you're, like you never die. Yeah, forever. Like, I never age. Like, you just, I'm going to be the exact, um, I'm going to be, if I, am I going to be the same age so, and everything I am now, or yeah, am I going to age? I, I guess, I guess for the, the sake of this question, we'll say that you'll stay this age, but forever. Forever? So you're going to see all your friends die, and a new generation come, yeah, they're going to die, and then. I don't know, I would, I would, like, immortality, like, you could do anything. Like you could be a stunt devil. He's gonna be a fucking motorcycle. He's like, I'm gonna jump yeah. 14 cars. I'm gonna do all my stunts reality. And if I am like, yeah, you can't kill me. Yeah, and actually, what's really funny, and even how I see it, is actually those are almost one and the same. Because if you're immortal, without the possibility of change, there would be no such thing as death. So we'd be dying every time, but we'd also be immortal. Mm -hmm. And that's the concept of death being a theory, like. And the coolest thing, and I loved when you brought it up yesterday, was the concept of birth. I think birth uh -huh. is so much more, like, almost unrealistic than death. Like, we don't know what happened before birth, but, like, we've mm -hmm. had people, like, you know, quote, like, come back from life after death, and, like, they've been able to explain things, but we've never had someone come out of the womb and just say shit and no shit. Yeah, they're like, damn, <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. The baby comes out, he's like, get the fuck off me. <laughs> Stop 
don't touch me. Where's yeah, my mom? Really, like, <laughs> do you guys got who, fucking who any nannies here? Are you? <laughs> yeah. No, but for real, it's like, yeah, because me and John were having like a, a discussion about religion yesterday, and I was just saying how like my biggest problem with believing in the afterlife is like what was before life. We don't remember anything. All of a sudden, we, like we just all like for us, we just remember being two or three years old. Like we don't remember anything before that. Yeah. So like it's just like, but who knows? Like maybe like what if our memories are wiped or like you know exactly. what I mean? Like yeah. what if, what if the what if memories are linked to the brain, not like the soul or the spirit? And yeah, and actually, what's really interesting and funny about that is is let's remember when we're old that's actually when our memory is really shoddy. And remember when I said our internal systems when we're young, we're actually our, at our oldest. So that's maybe why we don't necessarily remember. Oh. And as we age, memory starts coming back to us simply because we're getting younger and younger. Yeah. See, what still freaks me out is like when people are like dying and they kind of like, have you ever like witnessed someone like dying and they're like looking at someone or they're saying they see someone? Yeah. Because like when, mm -hmm. when my grandpa passed away, I was in his room and he was just fucking looking at this wall. And he was like pointing to it, and he was like, "Do you see her? Do you see her?" I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, like my, <laughs> one of my one of my best friends, his I think it was his grandma or something. He she was like laying basically on her deathbed, and she kept asking, "Who's who's the lady in the uh, like black sweater in the corner?" And like in like he was like, "Who?" And like they they never knew who he was talking about, but at the same time, it was almost like. It was like the concept of death was an entity. It was someone in a black hooded like, sweater sitting in the right-hand corner. Like, waiting to take her. Like. Yeah. But it wasn't necessarily like the way he said that she described it wasn't it wasn't necessarily something that was actually scary. It was just something that was approaching, like as if you could see it. Mm -hmm. We're going to head on over to this next segment of the podcast, brand new, called Rapid Fire. I'm going to be asking Oz and John 10 questions in under 60 seconds. So you have to answer all of them. Are you ready, John? Yep, I'm ready. All right, ready? Hot dogs or hamburgers? Hamburger. Pizza or french fries? Pizza. Hot or cold? Hot. Alcohol or drugs? Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Black coffee, cream coffee? Uh, cream coffee. Chinese food or Mexican food? Mexican. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Oh, I don't know. I like cats, but I'm allergic. No, you like. It I'm sounds, sounds to me like you like dogs more. I, I'm allergic to cats, so that's uh, that. That's oh, my. And yeah. cats are more vicious. What was the last time you saw you interacted with a cat? Um, my when my sister came over like a year ago. Sometimes I will take like an allergy pill just to have one. But one time when I was in high school, it was high school graduation. Um. One followed me home like a mile and stayed with me for like stayed at my house for a couple of days and like <laughs> trying to have like a piece of string hanging off his yeah, gown and the cat was fucking chasing. Well, yeah, it followed it followed one of my friends and I and we were so confused we were like why the hell does it keep like it followed us a whole mile like it never left like it was so it was interesting. What if it wasn't a cat and it was like someone trying to follow you? Well, actually, the interesting thing is is my grandma ended up actually. Um, dying that year from uh, cancer mm -hmm. um and so before she did um my mom asked her like if you were like just a hypothetical question of if you were to come back to you know come back to life and send a sign or something that like everything was okay or something like that like what would you come back as or what would you want me to come back as and my mom answered i want you to come back as a bird so you can you know see everything you ever wanted in life oh, nice. and um the day of my graduation was the day it left, but the last, uh, the last kind of like I'll call it scene, or the last thing that my mom saw was uh, that cat was actually ripping up a bird on the opposite <laughs> side of the street. <laughs> I was not expecting. <laughs> I was neither. 
But it's just really interesting how those things play out. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like a bird landed on the window. Like the cat was massacring a bird. It, it did. That's, that's funny as fuck. Oh my god. Base or the ocean? Oh, that's really hard. They're almost like the same thing to me. I know. That's so you got to pick one. Oh, shit. <laughs> I still got to pick one? Yeah. Um, Rapid fire. It's been like two minutes and thirty seconds. This sixty seconds thing is not working. I like I like space, but it, I don't know. It, it, I it's really hard to pick space over ocean because, like I said, I see them as almost the same. Mm-hmm. All right, Oswaldo, your turn in the hot seats. All right, let's get it. Let's get it. Go rapid fire. Might be some some same questions. Might be some different ones. Ready? Ooh. All right. Keep it on your toes. Alcohol or drugs? Drugs. Cheeseburger or taco? Taco. Chinese food or Mexican food? Ooh, that's a really good one. I'd say Chinese food. Wow. Okay. Um, favorite roommate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll on the next section. <laughs> oh shit. For the next segment, we're gonna kick it off. Biggest fear. The dark. Especially um, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. I mean, sorry, Coke. Coke? Coke, yeah. I don't know why. I thought of cocaine for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Coke or Pepsi? I was like, Pepsi, but... No, Coca-Cola. When you go Coke, that, that's all that trigger. <laughs> I wasn't drug. expecting Pepsi to come next. <laughs> yeah, fucking DMT or uh, Coke. No, <laughs> yeah, DMT. Um, water park or amusement park? Ooh, that's amuse- a good one. Oh, amusement park, really? for sure. Oh, dude, I, I, water I love water slides, I do, dude. I, I fucking water love park. water slides. I don't know why. Water slides, are, water slides and like, water parks are like, fun. But it does not give you the same adrenaline as being a that's fucking true. amusement that's park. That's true. But yeah. I feel See, like I feel like I would have more fun if me and the boys went to a water park because I feel like you can get drunk and go down water slides. Absolutely. You don't want to get drunk and then go on the fucking raging bull. You're gonna be throwing true. up. Yeah, and like for me, like I I don't know. This is a really weird thing, but like I'm terrible with like roller coasters and stuff like that. But like. I, I went skydiving before, so like for me it's it's totally weird and different. It, it's like a different intent. Like one is you're just falling, one is a piece of metal's dragging you around at 100 exactly, miles an hour, yeah, and you're exactly. strapped in. Like, like I oh. went on like six, like six actual roller coasters in my whole life. Like yeah, <laughs> I did go once in high school, and I remember because we snuck in a dad pen, and that was sick. yeah, that, that was, was probably sick. so sick. If you're of Asia, if you've never gone to like Six Flags High, it is fun. Oh, it's all that. like or it's like, like Cedar when, Point. I've never been to Cedar would be, Point. That would be insane. Yeah, I I just remember eight hour drive. Is it? We we, we can oh, go yeah, there one weekend. Is, yeah. But I know I just remember I was I was smacking the pen and then you guys know have you both been on X Flight before? Yeah. It's like I, so it's like it's like secret agent rider going up and it's like recruit. This is your mission. He's telling me yeah, all this actually, shit I gotta yeah, do and yeah, I'm yeah. high as shit. I'm like was, let's fucking go. <laughs> like, I'm about to save the world and I just swooped down. I'm like that was funny. actually one, that was actually one of like the three rides I they went. went on, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, that one's like, like, like you're like secure. Yeah. Like, you're hanging there so you don't get like the stomach drop. But yeah, that's a sick ride. Yeah. That's the best feeling. Your balls just dropping. They're like in your yeah, you're, like, oh. <laughs> like, you're about to pee yourself. A <laughs> that's the best feeling. Like a uh, water park will never give me that feeling. No, I think that's why I like well, water parks. Well, there are a few. Like, have you guys ever been on the one where you stand in the tube and it's like three, two, one, the floor drops and you just fucking fall? Yeah, yeah so no, yeah, that I've one. Had, that I've one, had gives one that was like a real like. I was in Arizona and we were at a water park and like it was really shitty because they there was like no water on it, so it fucking burned. <laughs> <laughs> People were idiots, but. Like, the steep was, like, so, like, you know, like, just, like, fucking, like, 
flat. It's yeah. like a fall. And so no, like yeah. it was it was it was pretty sick too. Like that like I would do that again, but next time I gotta make sure there's fucking water on the slide. <laughs> yeah, I forgot what what I forgot where I went to, but it was like that and there's like there's like a smaller version and like a big ass like white yeah, version. Always, and I went on the big ass one and literally like when the floor falls, it feels like you're just falling to your death for like four seconds and then finally like your back kinda hits it yeah. and then you just shoot like four you, and you're like damn you like I just out, Yeah, you level out. Yeah. Is it like kind of tries to bring you into it and it's like yeah <laughs> boom you're just going but yeah that shit's fun all right boys well it's been fun thank you john for coming on the show it yeah, was a pleasure th- to have you thank you for having me very much and i'm gonna i'm gonna hit that chocolate fountain before i go <laughs> oh please do it help oh, yeah, yourself sure. help yourself you know if you want some popcorn some granola bars uh take as much as you want actually you could uh take a box of everything we have uh we have a lot more stuff coming in we can tell uh, our chef some, to whip you up some food, too, if you want. Yeah, uh, nice. yeah I'm about to have him make me some omelets um, <laughs> for breakfast, so if you'd like to have someone. <clears throat> but, yeah, so uh, thank you, Oz, of course, for being here per usual. Sorry, guys, that we haven't uploaded in a few weeks. We've, uh, you know, been been in a rough patch, but we're going to be coming back. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hope you learned some shit. Hopefully you didn't have a bad trip <laughs> listening to all this shit go down. And we'll catch you later. See you, guys. Bye. See you. Peace. Shoot the shit.